You're listening to the Fired Up Podcast Network. Let's get fired up. Get off my coach's backs. Get off the players' backs. I'm responsible for the whole thing. I'm raising the stakes right now. This is a poker game. I'm shoving my chips to the middle of the table. I'm raising the ante. Anybody wants in, get in. Anybody wants out, can get out. Okay? This team is going to the playoffs. And that's my whole goal in life right now. I'll set the course. And I'll set the expectations, and they got to live up to them. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to episode one of the Fired Up Giants podcast here on the Fired Up Podcast Network. I am your host, John Esposito, and the clip I just played was former Giants coach Jim Fossil, who sadly passed away on June 7th uh, from a heart attack. Um, Tremendous, tremendous Giants legend. Uh, We're remembered for a lot of things, especially that that uh, post-game speech after that horrible Lions loss in that 2000 season uh, dropped the Giants to 7-4. and four. Uh, Fossil pushed all his chips in, and you heard it, said this team was going to make the playoffs. Team rallied around them, made the playoffs, got to the Super Bowl. Super Bowl 35 uh, against the Ravens. They did lose that game, uh, heartbreaking loss. Uh, you know, I still remember the Jesse Armstead um, interception return for a touchdown. They called it back for the Keith Hamilton holding penalty. That was a phantom call. Uh, changed that whole whole game around. I don't care what anybody says. Uh, that made it seven to seven at that point. Would have been a totally different game. Uh, but I digress. Um, rest in peace, Coach. Uh, we love Jim Fossil. Uh, he was a great guy. Um, glad he's part of the uh, of the Giants lore and Giants history. So rest in peace, Coach. Um, so again, yes, like I said, episode one, a fired up podcast network, um, ready to rock and roll with some big Blue Nation stuff. Going to focus only and solely on the New York Giants, uh, the football team that I. Uh, was born into as our most Giants fans. Uh, we don't have a choice basically from birth but to be Giants fans. Uh, somebody my age, uh, my father suffered uh, during the real lean years of the New York Giants and uh, he needed somebody to suffer with. So uh, came I came along and Trust me, I suffered through the 90s, uh, just like a lot of fans out there. But uh, all that's in the past. The Giants are locked and loaded and ready to go. Another tremendous, tremendous offseason with some great moves uh, by Dave Gettleman. Anybody who knows me, uh, they truly understand that I am not a Dave Gettleman fan. Uh, I was not a Dave Gettleman fan when they first hired him. I uh, made a lot of poor decisions, uh, but 
honestly, his last two off seasons, you you cannot complain as a Giants fan. Uh, he has made some strong moves. Bradbury, um, Blake Martinez, just a tackling machine, that guy. Uh, Adore Jackson this year. Kenny Galladay this year. Um, some good depth in uh, Devontae Booker at running back. Uh, Giants should be ready to rock and roll. Saquon Barkley coming back healthy. Uh, DJ's got his big weapons now in Galladay. Still have Sterling Shepard out there. Darius Slayton, Evan Ingram, goes on and on. Uh, probably the best secondary in the NFL, um, at least damn close to that. So, um, and that's not even talking about the draft. Uh, We're going to touch a little bit on that today. Uh, Probably talk about the first uh, three or four picks uh, that Gettleman made. Some shocking moves. Um, 54 drafts in. uh, Dave Gettleman had never traded uh, back uh, in any kind of a pick. Um, And I'm sure there's certainly some Giant fans out there that, uh, that in the last few drafts had wished he had traded back. Um, I may not be one of them, but, uh, you know, us Giants fans, it's a pretty, uh, pretty, um, pretty tough bunch to, uh, please no matter what's going on, uh, winning or losing. We're a pretty, pretty tough bunch. So, uh, but Gettleman did trade back this year, took the 11th pick, uh, traded with the bears, uh, to the 20th pick, basically fleeced, uh, the New York bears without question. He did. Uh, and, and still you had Giants fans screaming because the Eagles traded and or traded up, excuse me, and selected Devontae Smith. So uh, tremendous, tremendous football player, Devontae Smith, without question, uh, you know, Alabama stud, Heisman Trophy winner. Absolutely would have loved to have him in a New York Giant uniform. Uh, but when you look at the picks that the Giants got, including a first round pick next year, uh, it's invaluable coupled with the the choice of Kadarius Toney, a wide receiver from Florida. Um, just a absolute stud of a playmaker. Six feet, 193 pounds. Uh, you put that with a first-round pick for next year, and, and I'm going to take that over Devontae Smith any day of the week. It uh, doesn't really matter. Tony is an absolute fireball when he gets the football in his hands. Uh, you talk about uh, run after catch ability. Uh, this guy is probably the best in the draft, and that includes Waddle, Smith. It, it doesn't matter who you who you said Jamar Chase. Uh, you know the the top receivers in that draft. This kid is is going to be better than them all with the football in his hands. Uh, I have no doubt. Uh, I'm very happy uh, that they made a choice like that. Um, Played about 78% of his uh, spots in the slot um, at Florida. Uh, So he should be able to move right into that slot. But I don't see him playing that much in the slot for the Giants. I think they're going to really move him around. Um, Tyreek Hill-esque, put him in the backfield. Jet sweeps, gadget plays, uh, things like that. So... He he absolutely is a uh, is a winning pick uh, for the Giants uh, with Galladay on the outside. Jones now has 
Uh, Shep on the inside, he still has Slayton to stretch the field. Uh, Galladay, just a huge, huge beast of a of receiver, can make those catches one on one, can go over the middle. Uh, then you throw in uh, Tony, uh, who can, you know, again, can go anywhere on the field and, and score every time he touches the ball without question. Uh, the Giants' vertical passing game uh, should be pretty pretty daunting uh, this year, and, and they certainly need that uh, with a 31st-ranked uh, offense last year. Uh, they needed playmakers, uh, hence the Galladay free agency signing uh, and the Kadarius Tony pick uh, with Saquon Barkley coming back. Hopefully at 100%, and I think he will be. Um, I'm not sure that uh, that young man is human uh, to do some of the things that he absolutely does. So I certainly expect him to come back uh, 100% and uh, and ready to prove a lot of people wrong. Um, you know that he's fragile and he can't stay healthy. Uh, uh, that 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 guy is a game breaker and another one. He's a home run hitter that could score anytime he puts the football in his hands. So uh, be prepared for a New York Giants offensive surge this year. Uh, they're definitely uh, they're definitely going to be there. So um, you know Tyree Kellesk, I, I kind of compared Tony to. Um, you know you can compare him to Percy Harvin, um, another Florida Gator legend. Uh, you know and I and I think he's certainly going to have a better NFL career than uh, than Harvin had. Um, you know Harvin had some injuries and things like that, but the same kind of player, uh, just untouchable when he gets the the football, line him up in the backfield, and and just do all kinds of great things. Um, Absolutely, what the uh, what the New York Giants uh, needed. So a trade back from Dave Gettleman um, was uh, uh, was the right move there, without question. And uh, in, in, in past drafts, you, you know, if you know the Giants, you know they panicked. You know, uh, look at the the Eric um, Eric Flowers pick, uh, the Eli Apple picked. Their guy was gone. Somebody jumped him. The New York Giants panicked. And they made a first-round pick that just turned out to be uh, not a great pick. And, and uh, unfortunately, I was thinking the same thing was going to happen this year. Uh, but Gettleman made a shrewd move, uh, a tremendous deal, fleecing uh, Ryan Pace and the and the Chicago Bears, uh, stealing a first-round pick, and uh, and drafting uh, somebody that could certainly jumpstart uh, an offense that definitely needs a jumpstart without question. So. Uh, you know, with Gettleman trading back, you move into round two, and what does he do? He trades back again, uh, which is just uh, amazing. I think he pretty much shocked uh, the entire sports world by trading back twice in a draft. The guy's never traded back ever in his his football career, uh, and the Giants used that fiftieth pick. Uh, for a linebacker out of Georgia, 6'3", 240, uh, Aziz Ajalier, another tremendous athletic football player, um, without question, could have been a first-rounder. Uh, there's no doubt in, I think, any expert's mind, and I'm I'm not an expert, um, but in, in anybody's mind, they absolutely could have been a first-rounder. He had some arthritis in his knee, uh, scared a lot of people. Um, I think if the Giants took him at 20, I, I think it would have been a, a value pick uh, regardless. Um, you know, he, he was checked out by Dr. James Andrews. Everybody knows that name in sports. Uh, definitely one of the uh, uh, the top um, doctors um, to look at uh, to look at top tier athletes. And he gave him an OK. Uh 
Giants took the chance, uh, said their medical uh, team did the work on it, uh, and they got an absolute steal uh, in a value pick uh, in the second round at number fifty for a for a pretty much a first round talent, um, a guy that really could come in there and, and win his starting job at the you know at that outside linebacker position. You look at uh, Lonzo Carter, excuse me, Lorenzo Carter, um, O'Shane Zimenez. Uh, you know, these guys, they haven't been able to stay on the field. Uh, they've been injured. Uh, they've been inconsistent when they do play. Um, you know, both had much better years. Uh, well, Carter, at least, had a better year last year. But uh, still, a little inconsistent, a little injury-ridden. So uh, this kid is a rookie, ha- has a good training camp. Bam, he can come right in and uh, and really help the Giants. Speed, athletic, um, get around that edge uh, and, and make some plays. Uh, best thing about it, uh, he's 20 years old. 20. Uh, so he has, uh, you know, definitely some some things to learn, I'm sure. I mean, I'm not putting him in the Hall of Fame. Don't don't get me wrong. Uh, but he's very, very talented, very young uh Seems to pick up on things very quickly, uh, and I think he can absolutely come in and fight for a starting position uh, without uh, without fail. There's there's probably no doubt in uh, in my mind whatsoever. So um, beefing up that uh, that defense that's one of the keys that the Giants needed. They certainly needed uh, some pass rush. Um, definitely, I mean Leonard Williams. Uh, Turned it on last year, uh, showed that he can be a uh, you know a pass rusher and and just be a dominant dominant force. Um, free agent they had you know Fackrell uh, Kyler Fackrell last year. Um, I was really hoping that uh, that he could do something. Um, I actually chose him as uh, uh, as the sack leader last year. That didn't work out too well for me. Um, didn't really make a good pick on that one, but again, injuries and and things like that. So, uh, you know, the Giants needed that explosive uh, young talent uh, to jump on that edge and, and just to disrupt the quarterback and and make things happen. Um, and he's the type of guy that certainly can can come in and do that. So, um, you know, with the big guys inside. You're you're all set there. You know you got Blake Martinez sitting behind you. Uh, it, you know that the tackling machine. I already said it. So Giants defense looking very very good, very tight. Um, Adore Jackson, uh, free agent, brought in this year to play some cornerback. We all know about Bradbury, probably the most underrated um, defensive back in the NFL. Uh, brought in last year um, as a free agent. Gettleman brought him in. Uh, Xavier McKinney, the, the two second-round pick last year, missed the first six games. Uh, and then uh, Julius Peppers uh, in the other safety position uh, brought over from, uh, as, as everybody knows, the Beckham trade. So uh, the, um, the, they're definitely there. With uh, you know, in the in the defensive areas, that pass rush was certainly something they needed to address, uh, and I think they also wanted to start to address uh, some depth, uh, which brings us into that third round pick uh, from uh, UCF, uh, Aaron Robinson, six one one ninety three defensive back. Giants actually traded up to get this kid, um, and and very happy that they did. Uh, gave up a fifth round pick. 
Definitely, uh, definitely no um, no regrets in that. Um, he certainly can fight for the for the nickel position again as a rookie. Um, Giants drafted Darnay Holmes last year from UCLA. Uh, started to come on last year at the end of the year. Uh, was certainly a little inconsistent in the beginning of the year. Did not play so well. Uh, Sam Beal is there. Um, what do the Giants do with him? Another one that's just uh, hurt all the time. Doesn't see the field a lot. Um, you know, he was a supplemental pick. Going to end up owing him some money. Do you cut him uh, and let uh, and let Aaron Robinson and Holmes fight it out? Um, that's probably what's going to happen. Uh, but Aaron Robinson definitely a, a great pick. I think he had a second grade value from uh, from most. Uh, from most people. Um, so to get him again in the third round, you know, the Giants certainly uh, and get him in, made some value picks with, uh, you know, with, with talent in mind. Um, kid's very physical. Uh, he can play the outside if needed. Uh, so God forbid uh, Jackson gets hurt or Bradbury gets hurt. Um, you know, that's blasphemous to say. I have my fingers crossed. Don't worry about it. Uh, but this kid can can play the outside. He's physical enough to do so. Extremely fast. Runs a four three eight. Uh, so not a not an issue with uh, with keeping up with those uh, those fleet foot outside receivers. Um, and definitely quick enough to play in the slot uh, if needed to be. So uh, again, very very excited with uh, with what the Giants did in the first few rounds um, of the draft. You know, the drafting, uh, drafting for need, uh, drafting for depth, um, you know, making smart moves with the with the trade downs, the trade ups, uh, stockpiling picks for next year. That that first round pick that uh, that they fleeced from Ryan Pace and the Bears. Uh, let me tell you, that is going to come in extremely, extremely handy uh, for the uh, for the New York Giants next year. Um, hoping the Bears struggle. I think every Giant fan is hoping the Bears struggle uh, with a rookie quarterback in Justin Fields um, and not a lot of help around him. Uh, the The worse the Bears are, the better that pick is for the Giants. So um, there are certainly um, no Chicago Bears fans uh, within the uh, New York Giants fan base. We will be rooting against them all year uh, without a doubt uh, to try to get that pick into the uh to the top 10 top five if we can that would be uh that would be tremendous uh and it would certainly be a win uh and then hopefully all the all the Devontae smith talk is over uh you're gonna love Kadarius tony uh with a with a first round pick from that next year uh, excuse me from next year uh, no doubt like i said it was a no-brainer glad they did it um but what we need this year is we need Daniel Jones to take a uh, to take a big step. Gettleman has put the people uh, there for his weapons. We'll have Barkley back. Um, line, offensive line, you, you know, hopefully they can hold up. Andrew Thomas played very well last year as a rookie. Uh, very well stepping in for, uh, for Nate Solder, who opted out uh, due to COVID. So um, hopefully he, he can he can continue to get better and uh, and be that franchise left tackle that they drafted him to be. Uh, with Will Hernandez next to him, uh, very inconsistent last year, did not have a, a very good year. And uh, hopefully he uh, he gets much better uh, this year. 
Uh, then Nick Gates at center uh, played, I think, extremely well uh, for somebody that's uh, never played the center position and, and kind of got thrown in there. Um, so so good for him. Um, and, and then Shane Lemieux at that uh, right guard position, um, hearing some things out of uh, mini camps that he may end up in the left guard spot, uh, that he's playing that well. Um, and, you know, Will Hernandez is, is not playing that well. So um, you, you never know. Uh, that That's uh, another young kid out of Oregon they drafted last year. Um, played some big-time football protecting uh, Justin Herbert in his days at Oregon. So, um, you know, a, a, another value pick last year for the Giants. Uh, and then you end it with, uh, with Matt Pert who uh, just looks tremendous this year, uh, came in in shape, looks like he put on uh, a bunch of muscle, um, just looks like an absolute beast. Uh, kid out of, uh, out of Yukon, uh, my hometown, uh, you know, my home state, Connecticut. Uh, you know, a developmental pick is what, uh, is what I think everybody called him, um, including myself. Uh, played a lot last year. Um, played very well last year at uh, right tackle. Um, did not think, me personally, didn't think he was ready to, to step in that quickly. Um, proved a lot of people wrong. Uh, played some some pretty good football at the uh, at the right tackle position and uh, and you know helped the helped the Giants. So with a uh, with a consistent offensive line and uh, no injuries, every team. You know, every team prays for no injuries, but there's nothing you can do except speculate. So you got to hope that there's no injuries. But uh, I, I think there's no doubt that the Giants can have a playoff type of year and, and put up a lot of points and certainly have a top 10 defense. Uh, there's no there's no doubt that they can have a top 10 defense um, with the talent that they added this year. Uh, along with with the talent that they added, you know, in the previous year, so uh, they're a young young football team. People just have to be patient with Daniel Jones. Uh, he he's a, I think he's a good quarterback. And again, um, I I will be one who says that you know I was not happy with him being picked at in the sixth round, but none of that, excuse me, as the sixth pick, uh, but none of that matters. Uh, he wears Giants blue, and uh, and you love him no matter what. That's just how it is. Um, the kid has shown he has some serious, serious talent. Uh, there's no question in his his talent. Um, he was definitely worth a, a uh, sixth pick in the first round. I mean, he has, he has shown that. Uh, needs to work on the turnovers. Everybody knows it. Um, I'm sure he knows it. I'm sure he's sick of hearing it, but he he controls that uh, and he you know runs the way he does, uses his feet to way the way he does, uh, and gets the ball to his playmakers. He's he's going to be fine. Uh, he's going to put up 30 touchdowns. There's no there's no question. He just he keeps those turnovers down. Giants are a playoff team. Uh, there's no, there's no question about it. Um, they're ready to, uh, they're ready to prove a lot of people wrong. Uh, there's, you know, uh, sites out there. Giants finishing last in the NFC East. Joe Judge is the worst coach in the NFC East. It, it's, it, and it's all bulletin board material. And and I hope they use it. 
um, because they are certainly going to be overlooked, and and I think that's great. We want teams to overlook them. Uh, at least I do. You know, you, you don't want um, you know you don't want them going in there reading their own headlines and and being overconfident. Uh, let teams think that uh, they're going in there to roll uh, roll a bad football team, and you know, and they'll see what happens when they get punched in the mouth uh, by a by a team that that's better than most people think. Uh, and I absolutely believe that. So. Uh, so they're definitely going to be a playoff team um, with with a bright future ahead. Um, as I said before, it's a young football team, and uh, and they should be ready to uh, they should be ready to roll. So um, I think we'll wrap it up here today. Um, and for episode two, we're probably going to work on uh, maybe predicting a fifty three man roster and uh, and go from there. Um, maybe talk about some cap space and. Uh, uh, you know some some potential cuts um, that they may have to make um, to 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 get some uh, to get some other young kids onto the team. So uh, once again, thank you for listening. Episode one, Fired Up Giants podcast on the Fired Up Podcast Network. I appreciate you listening, and let's get fired up.